I am very, very difficult to offend. So feel free to just let the shit flow, boys. I am really, really hard to offend. No, not challenge accepted. No, I'm just joking. Oh yeah, right. Because if there was an offensive person like anywhere closely related to the Fredericks well, Network, I would have. If you were a Canadian, Murphy. Cleo, I'm sure Paul would do his darndest to upset you. either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is June 25th, 2014, and welcome to episode number 62 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary with myself, Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me, as always, is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Good evening. (laughs) Good evening. This is not CNN, nor should you expect links from CNN at all tonight. I No, because we're talking about the World Cup and poop. Uh, Joining us this week... (laughs) We'll, we'll get there, I promise. Is a, a very segue. special guest. <laughs> very <laughs> special guest, uh, Carrie, aka Cleo from the Tadpool. Internet, how are you this evening? It's we're we're around. It's, I'm it's, glad. So, Carrie, give us a little bit of info on your soul. Like, how do you fit into this whole mess? Like, where where do you hail from? Where do I hail from? Um, I am originally born and raised in the Boston area, and I have been living for the last 20 years, happily married, in ensconced in the center of our lovely little nation in a state known as Missouri. And uh, I'm from Kansas City, and I have three kids, and I am a big part and factor in the Frog Pants Network. So uh-huh. that's how most people are going to know me from Frog Pants shows like Nerd Parents and The Morning Stream. That's, that is very cool. Excellent mm-hmm. shows, by the way. Thank you. You should pick that up. Uh, I guess we should get right into it. We have a lot of like worldly events are happening, mostly in the form of soccer, and most of which neither we established last week, neither U.S. or Canada are terribly thrilled about. Wow, that's one thing we can actually like. We can actually commiserate with. We can actually we actually have finally have some common ground here. Like we both just don't kind of care about the world. I, I thought America cared because you guys are still in it. Aren't you facing Germany at we some do. point? Germany tomorrow, actually. Mm. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the fight. But yeah, like I, I think they care more this year than previous years. But I feel like they say that every year, like or rather every World Cup every four years. Yeah. It went pretty so, well last time you guys fought Germany, right? It was like. A long time ago. The last time we got into it. worked out well for us. Yeah. It yeah. worked out okay. You know, Tiebreakers here and there, but you know. There yeah. were casualties involved. Yeah. But, True. you know, there, that's what happens well, when you talk about soccer and only soccer. Yeah. See, Canada doesn't care much. Like, there, I, I've seen a lot of people driving around with, like, a, a big thing in Canada is to show your support for your team, whatever it is, by, like, putting these weird, like, car flags. Like, they hook in your window and oh I see, sure. Yeah, yeah, I see people like driving around with like European looking flags. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've seen Germany. I've seen like uh, is this is the Swiss in the World? They're not in the World Cup. They, the Swiss are in the World oh, Cup. Oh well, then yeah. I see. So so I don't have any flags on my car. Um, I've seen the Swiss, and yeah, like people are definitely flying their colors. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. That is one thing about California in particular, or mm-hmm. at least the LA area. It's such a transient place. People come from all over the world so when stuff like this happens you see a lot of flags that you didn't even know existed mm-hmm. you're like oh hey that's what is that algeria okay where's that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know is that a communist country what, what's the deal with them so that's generally how it goes oh. how's uh, your soccer team do you have terrorists i just <laughs> want to know just want to clear some things up we have a big hispanic contingent here in kansas city a lot of people come up from uh, mexico they come right up Highway 35, and we have a big group of people that are huge soccer fans out here. Um, you don't hear a whole lot about it, but, you know, yeah. eh, it's kind of a hipster thing to be into the World Cup out here. Yeah. Well, it's every trendy, four it's hip. No, that's yeah, every four fair. years, they turn on their culture and they go, World Cup. 
we bring people together. I'm going to go down to the oh. pub and watch some football. Yes. What? <laughs> exactly. I think James Bartholomew had the best. That's Yagavos in the tadpole. He had the best joke that I've heard so far. And he actually said it on Twitter and he said it with a sad face. He said, what do England and T have in common or what don't they have in common? And the answer was something to the effect of T stays in the cup longer. Yeah. <laughs> I went, yeah, that's it. Own your pain. That's, That's right. good. I like it. I feel like we talked about this a little bit last week, but England always seems to like they're incredibly snarky. Mm-hmm. Like even the commentators, they're really mean. And it doesn't stop with other countries. It's especially with their own. Mm-hmm. And they always they always approach the World Cup with a bit of like, you know, pessimism. And then they get this glimmer of hope only to have it completely taken away from them eventually. Now, is that because it's like their sport? Like soccer is the UK's sport. Just like it in, in Canada, it's like if we lose a hockey tournament, it's kind of like in the entire country of Canada just picks a direction, hangs their head low, and walks like, you know, uh, what's that guy's face from Arrested, uh, who is also Canadian? Arrested Development. What's his name? I don't see? know what you're talking God. about. I know who you mean, and I can't think of his name. Uh, it's Michael Sarah, but I'm thinking of his character. But anyways. Oh, yeah. George Michael. Yeah, just get really sad and walk off, and that weird music plays. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, we didn't have to deal with that this year. It's, it, you know, just traffic grinds to a halt. It's awful. But um, no, in the World Cup, uh, it's it sucks to see the UK not doing so hot, because you kind of think that's their sport. But uh, It is. Well, um, and I mean, every other year, the, they're the they're the place to go if you want to join the Premier League or something like that. Yeah. All the best players go to play their clubs there. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's kind of what's expected. So you'd think they'd be able to field a better team, but it just never seems to happen that way. Well, yeah, maybe most of their players are are brought in from other countries and and the actual UK national people are, they're just not as good. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway. And I tend to think that I tend to think that the American teams for most sports are built on a wallet, somebody's mm-hmm. wallet, and you would think that they would just have outrageous teams. Now, our Kansas City team is great. Um, sporting Kansas City is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just naturally, because it's part of who I am, I am a New England Revolution fan. So I would think that when you, I would look at the World Cup team, and I haven't, which probably says something about my <laughs> ability to speak to this topic, that... <laughs> That I would see lots of names that I would know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I sure. do think a lot of those, I think soccer players in particular tend to be very, very loyal to their heritage. So they want to play oh. for who they they grew up playing for or liking and whatever. And mm-hmm. so we end up, we just end up with a bastard team out there, but we're good. You know, we're <laughs> up against Germany. We're, we're one up on you guys. We tend to be pretty scrappy when it comes to this stuff. We actually oh, played very, scrappy. very well against Portugal. You guys are scrappy in any sport. Like, America takes competition very seriously. Yes. You remember the Cold War? You guys won that one out. Like, <laughs> oh, how long did hey. that take? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Talk about going straight to the nuclear option. You go automatically to the Cold War. <laughs> there are no progressive steps. What the hell, man? Well, what other thing? What more? Maybe something more recent. Uh, I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm... See? There you go. Already. Point proven. We're we're on our. You guys are getting better. Yeah, you're totally getting better. You're seeing people about your competitive attitudes. Like, who's your therapist? Like, you, Canada. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is this is this a good idea, Canada? Should we do this now? I want you to think long and hard about Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Go through the three B's. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those B's are, but you should go through them. Breakfast, uh, (laughs) beer, and okay, okay. Breasts. I don't know. Like I can't. There you think go. Of, yeah. Sure. Sure. That's a natural progression, right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There. No. Doesn't yeah. everybody feel better? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I feel better about things. <laughs> I, right. for one, will definitely click on the little active Google icon tomorrow to find out a score. It won't mean anything to me, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that All thing right. is? Is the Google yeah. Doodle tells you the score? Yeah. yeah, man. Oh man. See, this is this I've... is how I get world topics, and this is how I assume my oh. cultural information through the Google app. That's what oh, I do. The way we work this show is we try to do as little research as possible. I think that's the beauty. That's what that's... people get out of it. Yeah, I yeah. get most of my worldly news out of the Daily Show. And wait, wait, don't tell me. There you go. Maybe a little <laughs> huff po now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love All right. The speaking huff. of Super which, let, let's get into it. We got some stuff to actually talk about today. Mm. Ryan, uh, you know what? Pick a number. Six. I know. It's a 
that's a beautiful news clip. Uh, so I guess we're going to war with North Korea? Again. Again? For something? Uh, no, Mr. James Franco and Mr. Seth Rogen, they made a movie called The Interview, which is supposedly about a, a, a fictional story about trying to uh, like a botch attempt to actually assassinate Kim Jong-un. That music keeps going, eh? I can make it stop. It adds, it, adds, it adds an air of tension. To I was just like, what's going like, to happen? Is James Franco going to be okay? Is he going to cut his arm off? Oh, my God. That would be no, a good twist. No, but apparently this tick was not taken very well in Pyongyang. And, yeah, we're, uh, he once again is pounding his considerable chest and saying we are going to do something horrible to you, I guess. Yeah, now... now in the article, they cite like other movies that obviously take North Korea and run with it, like uh, I Team America. Was Team America, and wasn't one of the Locked. 007 movies was North Korea as well with that giant like reflecting satellite yes. thing? Okay, yes. though it is escaping me which one that is, but yes, we had uh, a thing with North. Korea. The one with diamonds and Halle Berry's belly button, I think. But um, <laughs> of course, you'd remember that. Well, I mean, wasn't it also the one where like Money Penny they have a weird sex dream about Double I don't know. I just remember like a really dumb theater and some old lady behind me saying like, oh my God, it finally happened. And uh, anyways, when it comes to this movie, I, maybe it has to do with the new dude. Like he, he seems to have a bit of an anger issue. And maybe like Kim Jong-il, the guy before, mm-hmm. was just cool with this stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm getting attention from America. Like this is the I... first movie to kind of poke fun at Kim Jong-un, right? That's a good point, actually, mm. that I hadn't thought of. Yeah, but the, the, I think this is the first movie even involving North Korea that has come out since he started his reign, if I remember correctly. But that's an interesting I, point. Like, maybe he's taking it Maybe he's taking it a little more personally. I think so. Well, I don't think he's taking... He's not taking a whole lot. Like, he's not a real serious... He's hard to take seriously. Like, <laughs> everyone in my country must have the same haircut. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't take you seriously as a weapons distributor in the world. Like, no. Everyone <laughs> has to have the same haircut. What are you really angry at here? Is it like a cosmetic defect in the Seth Rogen character? Like, what is your bigger issue? But yes, there's definitively an anger issue with this guy that, like, I need to... He's the he's that kid who's in all of your high school or mm-hmm. well, probably high school, but elementary school videos when everybody was doing what they were supposed to and he's that one little idiot who comes in the corner like this and is like, <gasps> woo! In the, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's him exactly on the world stage. Well, yeah. he's that dude on the world stage. He just comes in and says, <laughs> "I have rage, and handle it." And Fuck everyone the goes, "Yeah," and everyone goes, "All right, brother." What? Okay. Have a coke and a smile and sit down. Like we just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if you know. I think he's getting a good rap in this film, even though he is. You know, it's about him getting assassinated, but um, death. Excellent rap. Yeah, Good. but I. What I mean is that like. Would, okay, hold on, hold the phone. That okay. would make a great movie. What? I shit you not. If this whole thing, what if this whole thing was just a big misunderstanding? Mm-hmm. And North Korea stand-up guys, they go in there and they realize that these people are actually pretty cool, and like Kim Jong Un is just this laid-back, total, just nice guy who has a thriving country that nobody understands. But then I, I'm pretty Who's sure. You'd have protesters in America protesting this movie. Like Probably. this, this movie I mean, glorifies like, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, who's our who's our envoy over there? What's who's the basketball dude? Oh, oh, uh, the Mr. Rodman. Yeah, yeah. Come on now, really? Come on. <laughs> You're looking to him for guidance about what's what Americans are all about. Like, no, I... align yourself with someone that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I get. He, you're angry at you're. He's that kid who's. He's also that kid who's angry at you because you got a bike for Christmas and he got like socks. Mm. Sorry, Dad handed you an absolute cluster of political situations, but you know, angry pants. Step back, take a breath, get it. <laughs> yeah. You have an opportunity to do well here. You don't have to bully the world into believing that you're a badass. You've Does, been wearing the same suit for years. Like we just don't get it, Doctor. No. Even know how though. Like, I don't know that he knows any different. I don't think that he does it. I don't think that he does it. I think he sits, he's a faceplate for a huge elderly population of people who have been in place with his dad for a long time. And he was dropped on it. And they were like, here, son, clean up dad's mess. And he said, well, now I want to do X, Y, and Z. And they said, 
um, you know, honor thy father. This is what your father set in place. And he's having a hard time getting around that. So I think the only way that he steps outside of that is find who your biggest competitor is and try and make a splash somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that this is probably his best choice. No, probably not. Well, I, I love his phrasing here mm. because he goes – basically he said – he called this an act of war that we're not going to tolerate, blah, 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 blah. All right, fine. But this is interesting. He goes – he says this is the desperation of the U.S. government and American society. What does the U.S. government have anything to do with this movie? I think he has a fundamental misunderstanding of what this – who produces this. Mm. Like I can see why yeah. he would think that. Because all of this, all of the entertainment is government sponsored. Yes. So he thinks that everything functions from his worldview. So he assumes that the U.S. government support. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Supports. <laughs> yeah. Supports anybody making a movie like like the people at 20th Century Fox or whoever greenlighted this came to him and said, you know, what we'd like to do would really like to piss off that guy in North Korea. That would. That's be my hilarious. plan. Are you yeah. behind this? And Barack was like, high five, brother. Fire one up. This is good. And they all smoked a bowl and everything was great. But no. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Although I, that would be that would, that would be another, a great movie in and of itself. Another but. great movie idea. I think we're, that's yeah. the sequel, you know, where they come back successful and, and yes. Seth Rogen and uh, uh, James Franco are there with Barack Obama played by uh, – uh, who can oh, we get to play? Wesley Snipes or someone. Yeah, or someone Dennis really Rodman. Maybe ass. we get Rodman, Dennis Rodman yes. in there, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> scrape off some of those tattoos, make them look presentable, and you're good to go. Right. But – um, I feel like Kim Jong Un, you know, is missing a key point here. In that, in that trailer, the actor who plays Kim Jong Un actually looks a lot better than Kim Jong Un in real life. So I think <laughs> I he'd be really like, notice. "Huh? Even if I do get killed, at least I look damn good doing it." You That's know, right? And everyone's gonna have a new haircut by the end of the week. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I and mean, you know, the kids of America—they look at this, they watch these Hollywood films, and they're like, "That guy is sharp looking," and they stop watching before they kind of show all the bad thing he does, and then they go get a mm-hmm. cool haircut with a bull or something, and it'll be great. He's made a—he's made a bigger impact with his haircut than he has with anything else, which is very exciting. Yeah. Who needs nuclear sure. weapons when you use a bull to cut your hair? Yeah, I mean, come on. When you've got cutting shears, I mean, come on now. <laughs> exactly. Control the people. <laughs> That's what I do if I was. He's, he's smart. I mean, he's having fun with it at least. Like, if you're going to be in power and you got everybody that will listen to you, what's the one thing you can make them do and actually see it when you look out at your people? Make them <laughs> cut their hair in a specific way. Yeah, it's the only like he can I make can them only now. influence culture in this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does it through hair. I mean, you know, he maybe saw hairspray and he thought John Travolta, you moved me. And he went from there. <laughs> oh my god. You there with the voluminous locks. Yeah. That won't happen in this country. Come over here, sir. That would have been uh, great. Okay. <laughs> Movie idea number three. Moving on. Someone call Hollywood. Just real quick, uh, Supreme Court says that no, you cannot, in fact, say that you buy a gun for somebody else. These things are called straw pur- purchasers. And I love that this – I love that, A, this law exists – by the way, it's... But you know it happened somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to Sonic for iced tea. You want, like, a gun while I'm out? All right, I'll hook you up. I'll pick up one or two while I'm out at the store. No, officer, this gun is really for me. I said so here on this form. And yeah. then you And then, then you, walk back to, you walk back home, and you give it to your drunk uncle, mm-hmm. and say, hey, unk, this is my gun. This is my gift to you. This is a gift. I love how you can just like give it to Joe Schmo on the street. By the way, like there's no, there's nothing really stopping you. Like it, you basically, it, not that it would, it, not that this is a bad idea. Like to have laws in place to do to do this, but you can just say it was a gift. <laughs> like, hey, you're a person of upstanding stature. I here's mm. my here's my shotgun. You're of questionable moral ethics. Would you like a weapon? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this sounds awful. Why? So they're changing it so you can't no, do that. They, well, see, that's the thing. The laws were already there. This was just a Supreme Court case that had recently been called into question. And they basically said, no, really, you shouldn't do this. By the way, this was a five to four decision. Meaning four people, four <laughs> justices said, what? no, you can, in fact, lie and say yeah, you know, no, you can absolutely buy this for somebody else because why not? Now, do you think that's like those four people are using privacy concern as a way to keep? No, this? no, like they just think amendment. you know, guns it's are guns. No, mm. it's all constitutional, dude. That's what the, that's their default argument. That's They're what we like, do in the United States. We work the hell out of the system. 
That's what we do. So you we know, can have our weapons. <laughs> and our own individual haircuts, which is very important as well. Yeah, that should be con- that's amendment number one. If the Second right. Amendment is free speech, fix your hair, people. God, it should be. Uh, it, I, I've never been able to understand, you know, like citing a, a document. I don't think there's a certain like. There's just these weird laws in the states, like the Constitution, that like it's like fact. You can say it, and if it said I'm allowed to kick one person a day, right square in the nuts, you would carry that thing around and do it every day. Even though absolutely you would, yeah, I'm empowered. Damn it, God bless America. Bam. (laughs) I don't get it. Like it's like in Canada, it's kind of like there really aren't. You know, freedom of speech, of course, is a big one. Uh, Freedom of choice; those are the two big ones, right? Like those are the ones you walk around and and you know you write it on a post-it note and stick it on their head and tell them what you think. Uh, But there are still consequences. But there isn't one like that for like you know carrying your weapon around. It's it's just very different. Yeah. Well, I don't. Ryan, do you know the conversation like that people are like that like that everybody's having about this issue? It's just basically you Hmm. know what did the founding fathers intend when they said that we should all have guns? Was it because that like at any moment King George could kick down their door and said you're coming back? That's such a bullshit excuse. (laughs) It is. Well, Well, welcome to America. Yeah. Bull, the oh, home of bullshit, bullshit excuses. Yes, the home of bullshit excuses. Yes, and On Michael Mann and video. documentaries. I don't yeah. know. Not Michael Mann. What's that guy's name? Michael Moore. Yeah, Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. Never mind. That was it. That's wow. Him. Yeah. yeah, those are three very different people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all going to be in a movie this summer called The Interview Three. I live in a part of the country where gun control is just huge out here. Yeah. We're out here so in is, Missouri. Like mm-hmm. I'm in the liberal, you know the the media liberal area oh yeah so i mean let's talk a little bit about that that's actually interesting so okay so in your neck of the woods i'm assuming that gun control is a big thing just because it's kind of always been a thing right like well i think it is but i think it's a lot of people just uh, i think when you get a group of people who are how do i say this delicately without losing friends (laughs) um I wouldn't Nobody say listens com- to the show, don't worry of about it. Of course not. I wouldn't compare that to the East Coast and the West Coast. I wouldn't say that the Midwest is particularly affluent. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Uh, okay, okay, sure. That's fair. No, it's, it's relatively fair. And I think you've got a people who live out here. There's a large portion of the population who have been here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And they are defending things that they feel have been handed down to them. For generations and generations and generations and because they've always done it a certain way don't come in and tell me to do it any differently when clearly for you know 100 years or so it's worked for me and i get it but i think there's also like a a, a, a this this collective mind at some point where people want to be i just need to protect all my stuff my stuff is my stuff and i'm an american and i should be able to control my stuff and don't touch my stuff and that gets away from them and that's when you have people who have if you have a gun in your car because you live in an area where that's protecting your safety, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. If you have a gun in your car because it's almost like the Calvin and Hobbes thing, the sticker where he's peeing on things, that's what your gun is. It's like your pride point. Sure. Also with balls hanging from the back of your truck. You get a lot of that. <laughs> that type of thing. Then you have to kind of like second guess the motives of giving these people weaponry. Like they're they're not in the good they're not in a really smart place, I don't think, to have it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there's also that other group of people who out here, a lot of hunters out here. Sure. And I respect the hell out of people who do that because they do that to feed their families, they do it for a living. And they get caught up in the difference between somebody who wants to recreationally be, you know, Captain Badass, and then these people who are trying to take care of their families. And there's that that communication and I'll steal your excuse so mine seems valid and it becomes a bit of an argument. I sit very happily on the fence of I've carried mace my whole life because I grew up in the city Um, and I don't feel like I need a weapon. I also feel like I'm capable of kicking quite a bit of ass myself. So I don't think a weapon's involved. I don't think I don't for me it's not like a weapons issue. I don't put myself in situations where weapons are gonna it's gonna come down to weapons. But I know that I could get there inadvertently Mm -hmm. and that's a risk you take. But I think in this part of the country there's a lot of concealed. I mean, I've been offered concealed carry glasses. I can't tell you how many times in the last six months. No like, shit. Do I, do I look a like a gun person? Like, no. Hmm. I don't need to conceal a gun and carry it. To me, that attached to that, and ooh, you're going to get email. Attached to that comes, I think, a little bit of that whole, why do you need to conceal it? Why are you hiding sure. it? Like, do you sure. have nefarious purposes in mind? You're not a superhero. This isn't the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if if you want to hunt with it, fine. If you're sporting, that's fine. I understand sport shooting. That's great. Um, be educational about it. Get people trained. Get them licensed. Be aware. Make it very transparent. And I get that that's kind of the role here. Mm-hmm. But to feel to understand in reading this article that guess what, kids, you, you kind of have to. And people go, oh, well, I, I just like I said, I just wanted to go to get a drink, and I just you know, there was a gun. So like I knew Dave wanted a gun. So why didn't I get Dave a gun? I'm just being a good person. That's not neighborly. That's dangerous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. So I just don't. I don't get it. And I am. I sit kind of on the fringe of that out here where. I know a lot of people who do yeah, use it for sport reasons. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people who do that, and I try not to come across like a sanctimonious idiot. Like, mm. well, I have feelings about the way you're doing that because to me, it's not necessary. But mm-hmm. you know, there's the whole tin, you, you fall off into the tinfoil hat perspective. The government's after me. Everyone's watching me. They're going to come take my guns away. Mm-hmm. If they were going to take something away from you, it wouldn't be your guns, kids. The first mm-hmm. thing they would they would want you to use your guns if they didn't. They didn't want you around in this country anymore. They'd be letting you go kill other people so that people would turn on you. They're not going to come after your weapons, believe me. I'm rethinking my position on rocket launchers. I think those should (laughs) be okay. Seriously. I mean, the government's not stupid. The United States government, I'll give them this much, they understand the concept of the Darwin Awards. And we got a lot of contenders in the United States. Mm -hmm. So they're like, "We'll we'll let them figure it out for themselves. And out here, it's a hotly contested topic. We have a lot of like... Best pro outlets and Cabela Sports and come buy your guns and wear your camo. Yeah, kill things. I don't get it. But okay. for people who are going to be sports enthusiasts and people who do this as a means of taking care of their family because it's what they've done for generations, parents before them or whatever, I don't think this is an issue for them. I because don't I, think so. Yeah. Well, it's so an issue for this- cop or no, not cops, opposite of cops. It's an issue for criminals, right? Like, cause yeah. they want to get a gun, but they don't want a paper trail. Right. So mm-hmm. I, it's a smart move. And anybody who's against it is kind of like, well, it's a, it's a move in the right direction. I, I'm with you, Cleo, in the sense that like hunting's huge in Canada where I am. I grew up in the country, which is essentially like the boonies where your neighbor's mm-hmm. like a 10 minute walk. And hunting's huge, and it's all recreational. Like, most people don't own guns for safety uh, unless mm-hmm. you're a criminal and, um, you know, to protect your shit. But, uh, yeah. Y- yeah, it's it's like – and some people who do own handguns, it's strictly for recreation. They take it to a uh, – I'm sure Range they – something. Yeah, I'm sure they'd whip it out if they could remember their combo in the heat of the moment to get it out of the lockbox, mm-hmm. but – you know, it, they take it to a range and they shoot. They put it back in the lockbox and they drive home. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're carrying it, you know, in the back belt or something like in the movies. My but. dad, my dad runs an oil company, or mm-hmm. he used to. He just retired, and he used to have to go into some pretty nasty areas in Boston. Mm-hmm. And he carried a weapon. He carried a weapon because he had. First of all, he was driving a nicer car. He had thousands of dollars of equipment in the trunk of his car, and he was a standout. And he was an easy target. You know, mm-hmm. middle-aged white guy. Hi, welcome to the neighborhood, yeah. sir. What's in your car? And allow me to have it. And <laughs> he just he carried it for protection. I understood that. I was 26 before I even know my father carried a gun. Mm. It's not something that you was like, oh, my dad carries a gun. Never went to high school and got into any fights where I was like, my dad's got a gun. I'm gonna end this my way. Like it wasn't that type <laughs> of thing. And that's where I feel that this is geared to. And I mean, let's be honest. People who are out to protect your shit ain't reading USA Today. That's also <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm saying. Maybe so, uh, maybe they should try and get this syndicated or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, play to your audience, people. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've done if you played to the audience. Most yeah, criminals subscribe to USA Today. I think. Like, they get sure, it. sure. They get it at I their uh, info at sleepingwithelephants.com. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, do you subscribe to USA Today? Ooh, we have all criminals right. all your shit. <laughs> Yeah, and how's all your shit? Is it protected? Do you feel good about it? Okay, that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> like I just don't, I don't get it. I under, I, I get it in terms of knowing that I live in a country with a bunch of crazies where sure. this is necessary, but I don't get it as in terms of being the people that I think that this article is going to reach and it's going to talk to. All it's setting to do is be inflammatory. Probably, it's set. It's just to set people off, and mm. I'm not saying that all articles are meant to you know motivate media coverage of different things, but I'm saying that this particular article is common sense enough you would think that it wouldn't be you would think i guess i guess we've got to tell the truth damn it you know I mean, <laughs> not teaching our children well <laughs> lie if it's you know in it for you i guess is what we're telling everybody sure <laughs> that's it 
Mm-hmm. Ryan. Morals, whatever. Talk to you know what you're you're our moral anchor here. Talk to us about can what Canada what does Canada espouse? What is it that you guys are into? Beer. What well, didn't we cover this already? It was what? It was the three B's. It was what was beer. the first one? It was breakfast beer. Breakfast and beer and boobs. Boom. So Canadian bacon. Bacon. Can we can we just replace breakfast bacon. with bacon? Yeah, that works. Bacon yep. beer. The breakfast and meat of all meats. Exactly. Yeah the only meat you need when it's breakfast time um so the local poster in most high school boys locker rooms is a pair of boobs with bacon on it and a boob smashed in between a beer smashed in between them that, that would sell a lot of bacon Canadians. <laughs> that sounds i don't know how to feel about that but i feel as though if you think about it i think you'll feel pretty good about it actually just a few minutes let it sink in bacon it's not bad beer well, yeah, okay, that, that works. See? We, before we post the show, we should uh, we should mock up like uh, a, a poster, get it done. Put like a, a blurry shop. picture of a car behind it, and you'll sell a lot of cars. A yeah. blurry picture of a car. <laughs> it's a calendar in the making. I like it. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't make cars in Canada anymore, so you kind of lose the whole Canadian uh, Canadian angle. We'll put but, a moose. Yeah. We'll put a moose in the back. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Moose. Moose. Meese. Yeah. Um, no, Canada likes their beer, Paul. Okay. There's Good. no boobs in this video, is that what you're getting at? <laughs> or bacon. Uh, it wasn't, but now I'm disappointed. You've already lowered my expectations, but go on. Well, anyways, um, it, back in the Winter Olympics, you remember the Winter Olympics? I do. Okay, so uh-huh. they had uh, Molson Canadian, a beer company that is supposed to be Canadian, but is actually uh, owned by an American company. Anyways, they had a beer fridge over in Russia that would only open to give free beer to Canadians with their passports. So you would scan your Canadian passport and it would only open for Canadians. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty... I like the tech involved here. This is a good thing. Yeah. So they kind of took that and ran with it. Canada Day is on July 1st, which is the... I think it's going to be the 147th birthday. What? Okay. What is Canada Day? Canada Day, Day is essentially Canada's birthday was the time like the fourth of july for us i think yeah confederation day stuff like that um so what happens is if you want a free beer now it's not good enough to just have your passport you have to be able to sing the entirety of old canada and i could uh, not do this well no you couldn't but could you do it for (laughs) if if there was an american fridge would you be able to do it Hell yes. Uh, yes, I would. Oh, see? that's See, that's interesting. Many stars and stripes, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys have such an epic national anthem, and I and I like it whenever I watch hockey. It's like, I'm going to watch this. Um, but yeah, so a wait, lot wait, of people... Wait, wait, wait. You actually dig the, our anthem more than your own? It's oh, I epic. Think, I think Canada's is badass. Canada's good, Canada's but there's... Canada's fantastic. There's a lot of like, uh, you know, I went, when I went to school, uh, it was like half in English and half in French. So it gets really confusing oh, right. as it switches... <laughs> So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like English, English, go, I got this, I got this. Oh, shit, we're, we're talking French now. Okay, let's switch. Um, so I think that kind of ruined my memorization of it. So if I were to sing it, I only can sing it, like, in a group of other people. So when I'm watching a hockey yeah. game with a couple beers, I can sing the national anthem, no problem. But me in front of, like, this ominous machine. fridge, <laughs> you know, that is evidently hooked up to Wi-Fi, and you got, like, an employee back in Toronto, like, yeah, he totally missed that line, eh, you know. But oh. so the, the video <laughs> actually it, it is, and then you don't get free beer, and then you walk away Seriously. sad like this, uh, this like you're this lumberjack. Patriot, yeah, you're a non-patriot. You can't sing, mm-hmm. and you have no beer. Yeah. Oh God, sad yeah. Canadians everywhere. Oh my goodness, it's pretty unfortunate. But the the video, I was worried the video was going to be like, watch all these Canadians not sing their anthem. But uh, that would be hilarious to be it's, honest. It starts off that way, and like I said, in a group, it's a lot easier to sing an anthem because it's sort of it's somewhere in the back of your mind, and you're just trying to reach for it. And as more people mm. collect around the fridge and hold their hands like Whoville and start singing oh. this uh, anthem, the beer <laughs> fridge just kind of. The pops beer open. begins to flow. Yeah, and then you know, then out of the corner of your eye, you see like a Molson rep come in and start handing beer out to make sure only one per person, and it's uh, it's oh. interesting. That's awesome. We need one of these with guns. Oh, dude! Next no. states. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like Red Rock My and Flair. Everybody gets an Uzi. Fireworks. <laughs> eagles and fireworks and guns and shit. Come on, give me a gun. Could you imagine if they just stuffed like eagles, fireworks, and and guns into a fridge? Oh my god! <laughs> and then, that would be the that would be the perfect thing to put somewhere in Kansas City. Let's do it. Look at Let's, that. Oh my gosh, 
dude, Ryan, you just totally late. You nailed something that is going to be in a future Saints Row video game. Like that, you know, that's going to exist, right? We should, we should email Volition right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have this amazing idea. Yeah. We save Christmas, but with vending machines that carry eagles, mm-hmm. fireworks, and guns. <laughs> it's brilliant. The Canadians get beer, but we get all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, explosives. Come on. Ryan? We can't sell explosives to a video game company. I give me a break. I wonder if I'll actually. You know, I'm actually looking at this website, and I wonder if I'll be able to like find a location because I live in Canada and I live close to a place where most of these larger companies would focus on. I mean, Canada is a huge country, but if you're if you're close to Toronto, Vancouver, or Montreal, you're guaranteed to be able to be hit by some of these larger companies. Which is essentially I have a girlfriend like, in Winnipeg. Maybe she can find one. Well, uh, yeah, like Winnipeg's like right in the middle, right? So she'd have to like fly probably. But yeah. Winnipeg's probably a good bet. That's a bigger city. Uh, it's got a hockey team, so that should. You've seen what from. happens in the middle of the country in the states. This it, this is what yeah. happens in the middle of the country in the states. So grain the crazy, happens the in the middle. The crazy of our hangs country. in the middle. So you might want to <laughs> hedge your bets on where you're going to find the beer machines. It's true. It'll be interesting to see where they pop up. I'm sure there'll be one in Toronto. It looks like so far they only have one in Ottawa for Canada Day. And uh, actually, that's funny. I should probably try and head out to Ottawa. But no, that'll be interesting. Uh, And I'm sure that like Molson will have another video go up and they'll have like inspirational music and they'll say happy Canada Day. I wonder where they can't put it. Like obviously like schools. No, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, like probably not in front of like hockey rinks. Yeah, well, well, it'd be interesting. Like, <laughs> I doubt it because you're, you're probably right because, like, they sell beer in there and it's kind of like you can't yeah. give away free beer here. Like, yeah. maybe, like, and I'm you sure don't want to fuel the fire of anger and rage that happens at a hockey game either. No, that, not, yeah. I'm not quite ready to fight, but let me go outside and think about it. Oh, look, beer machine. Like, no, <laughs> well, not a good idea. Whenever I go to events like uh, at uh, you know the hockey arena in Toronto, I'm trying to—I think it's the Molson Amphitheater or something. I, they might not even play hockey there, but anyways, like every time I go there, they're handing out like free energy drinks. Like this oh monster God. like pickup truck pulls up, and they've got like the back converted into coolers, and they're just handing out energy drinks. Oh my God, Brian Dunaway is moving to Canada. Yeah, I just <laughs> stated it right now. He is packing his crap in <laughs> South Carolina and moving to Canada. He'll just be a hobo what? outside the Molson Theater and just get right. free, uh, free mol- monsters. <laughs> no hobo, Brian Dunaway. Don't do that. Don't, dude. He'd fit right in. He'd, he's super nice. He has that nice bushy beard. He looks like he's been spending a lot of time he outside. Blend. I absolutely he, he think he, he could blend. He looks like a lumberjack when he has that beard. <laughs> he so give him some plaid, and you're set. Okay. <laughs> Rock on. Sorry, right. cover agent now for free beer. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Shall we move on to to poop? Uh, I thought we were going to talk about poop today. We are going to talk this show too. Why is it every show I'm involved Dude, with? Has okay, crap? okay. I like. I, I thought like you a, submitted this story. I, I, didn't it? <laughs> no. Oh, so, that would be hilarious. No, I, I'm actually a bit surprised that Johnson didn't pick up on this using whatever Google algorithm he has, figuring out what the hell. Like, I don't understand how that man gets the level of poop stories that he gets. But anyway, the EPA, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Environmental Protection Agency. Ryan, are you, do you know what this is? I'm assuming you do. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds familiar. We have one here, too. Okay. <laughs> it's just more angry. At us for polluting the earth? Is that the deal? No, actually, funny enough, Canadians are pretty good at polluting too. We just don't Uh publicize it. Good. We don't make movies about it. Like, we don't have our former prime ministers going around making, you know, 100 million documentaries about climate change. (laughs) You know, that doesn't happen here. So, there was an email sent at an EPA office in Denver Mm -hmm. saying that uh, a special, (laughs) a deputy, let me see if I can get this, (laughs) this title crate title correct in the note it said that uh, the deputy regional administrator howard Cantor mentioned that the epa had consulted with a workplace violence expert because of several incidents in the building okay violent incidents i don't know exactly what that means but okay those incidents included bandits using paper towels to clog the toilets and an individual placing feces in the hallway 
Oh, it's kind of like the burning bag of poop without the bur without the bag in the burning. Just here's the poop. <laughs> oh, so why would you tell? Why would you tell a government office? <sighs> really, who called them on this? Someone left a load in the oh hallway. Call the EPA. OSHA is miles away from this. I guarantee it. They're like, nope, don't want nothing to do with this. Let the EPA handle it. Can you imagine being the guy who gets that email across his desk and his boss is oh, like, dude. this is for you to handle, really? <laughs> Career highlight. Awesome. Thanks. Cleaned up uh, poop in the hallway. Yeah. Oh Obviously, it's a health and safety risk, you think. And uh, it, this character, this was characterized as very dangerous <laughs> and cautioned that the public pooper would Ooh. probably escalate their actions. No, Meaning, no, no. Dun, dun, dun. You're missing the public pooper uh, <laughs> bracket. Well, he calls him the public pooper. He says public pooper. Poopers. It could be. We don't know yeah, yet. Right, we haven't right, narrowed it knows? down. It right. could be a band of poopers. It could be, it could be a silent cell somewhere yeah. eating a lot of fiber and waiting the next shoe to drop. It's probably Bizarre. like a. It's probably a pooper pact. You know, like these disgruntled yes. employees. Like they want like better snacks in the snack room. So they're proving a point by eating all the bad snacks and then going around and dropping loads. Yeah. There you go. I clearly have not yeah. thought enough Call the this. EPA. Crack the code. Through. They've thought this through. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, Brian, this happened at a government agency. I just want to underscore that. Wow. It, it was like it was. Doesn't. Wait. In I, Denver. Yeah. It's well, it's Denver. in Denver. So maybe somebody went out at lunch. Sure. Got a little high. Yeah, man. Kind of forgot this where they were. <laughs> had a little Taco Bell, and things just happened. They were like, things damn got it. out of control. Yeah, just called the janitor. And the janitor went, hell no, call the EPA. I don't have a biohazard suit for this business. It's Ooh. out of my job scope. I'm not into it. Get someone in here to clean this mess up. The no, EPA, that this, I love that they had to release a statement, too. They were forced <laughs> to release a statement saying the EPA cannot comment on ongoing mat- personal matters. Oh my God. EPA's actions in response to recent workplace issues have been deliberate and focused to ensure a safe work environment for our employees. My tax dollars hard at work. Oh my lord! I love. I clean up poop all day long. When you have a twelve-year-old in a diaper, uh-huh. your elbows deep, kids. There's no way out. You just have to handle it and move on. And this. If, can you imagine me calling it like the EPA? We got a problem. That, she, she said way too much insure. <laughs> you need to get on this. Let's make a policy change somewhere. I'm paying your salary. Work for me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> too busy. Sorry, we'll have to put you on the roster. We're busy scraping up crap in the Denver hallways. Yeah. We have our own public no. paper to deal with. I'm yes, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I love, it would have been better if he had just not said anything. I, w- I love that this sort of merited a response <laughs> like no we can't like and it wasn't even a response like you realize that saying we can't comment on ongoing matters more or less ongoing. just proved that what just happened is ag- actually exactly what everyone says it is it's become a pr problem yeah it's opposed to a health and safety issue now it's a pr problem for the government <laughs> oh my god do we have, do we have anything to spin on that poop story do we have anything we can spit out there for the public because they're all chomping at the bit to know who took a dump in a denver hallway okay oh my we, god. I, I got it we have Friday is our official bring your pet to work day. Uh-huh. And there was an incident and one of the dogs had worms. And we've Ooh. been uh, we've we've recently taken steps to rectify the situation. Uh-huh. I see what you did there with rectum. <laughs> that was good. It was nice. Right. Well played. I thought I, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I, was, I thought it was a little little too subtle. <laughs> I'm 12. Nice to meet you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I was uh-huh. that, that was good. Ryan, you seem uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? I don't know. You just mentioned dogs and poop and worms, and I just see this cute little Street Animals of China article. Why aren't we talking about that? That's a cute little puppy. Look at it. Look at that puppy. I don't want it. it. I don't want it. It's not about the cats anymore. It's about the puppies. You know what? This could not be the worst image that they pick for a toilet. Like, like that that bathroom looks like a fucking closet. I mean, who would want to go in there to do their business? You know that the editor just got in and like, all right, I guess I got to do this and he just takes a picture of some. Yeah. He even gave photo he was credit. House for dinner. <laughs> oh, he did. You're right. Matthew has, Paul, oh our God. God. Eagle eye, Ryan. Eagle oh. eye. He gave like credit just, to a toilet. And it's like artistic. A toilet. It's not Matthew even like. Paul, a 
Matthew, you not need you need to not use that rug thing around the bottom of your toilet. It's not. It's just not smart. I almost look, looks like the water levels are a little low. Like you might want to get that checked. Yep, a little stain <laughs> management. Yeah. Need to do a little little extra painting on the trim boards down there, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, if you uh, search for Matthew Paul Argall, you will get. Uh, many things. Um, one is the toilet, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, some tile bath, like bathroom tile, for some unknown reason. Uh, various amounts of street signs, and uh, a bodybuilding contest. Oh, those yeah. things fit together nicely somehow. Right, I, it totally makes sense, doesn't it? The yeah. OCD person in me is having a problem with the way the toilet paper is in this photo, Matthew Paul. You might want to handle oh. that. I have an issue with the Dude. under that. Nope, wrong. Flip it. It's got to no be in the outside. Trapped in the hallway. Murphy, mm. yes. Be okay. Over the top, sir. Is that a, is that a regional thing, Ryan? Are you an inside or outside man? I don't know. I don't. I, to be honest, like if if we're be if we're getting down to brass tacks when it comes to, uh, you know, wiping it, yourself. Hey, this affects all of us. I don't this have like a wall. Thing. Thing. A fold. Yeah, he doesn't have like a bent up like a fold or a, or a crumble kind of guy. Oh, um, crumble fold, wall. But, I don't have, like, a wall thing. Like, I'm not fancy like you people and having, like, a wall unit. Oh, so it's just sitting on top of the toilet. I got, like, a... No, I got, like, a freaking, like, dollar store paper towel holder, and I just stack three deep and then put that on the floor. And you have to take it off to roll it. I do... I use... I almost said I use my fingers, and then I realized what we're talking about. Oh, God. You you, you use your fingers to kind of pull the paper towel off, and then you use it, like... Mental note: Never touch the keyboard. Never. I'm this is why you don't come to Canada. Dog. Paper towel yep. is just a a very scarce, scarce. Your Canada unit. representatives, everybody. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. I didn't mean it like that. We just we have it on a, a little roll, and you kind of have to manually do it like a like a sucker. So, gotcha. It's unfortunate. All right. Glad we cleared that, that up. Right. I am definitely that, an over person. I absolute, can't handle that. Absolute beautiful nope. transition there, right? Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can email Ryan specifically about poop stories. No one's going to talk to me about <laughs> poop stories. No, I hope somebody not. Somebody just go on eBay and buy the kid a damn toilet paper dispenser, please. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of, of, of using You're a... about to get married. Okay, put it on your registry. There you go. It'll be good. I don't have a registry yet. I just want to put an Xbox One on there and see how it works out. It won't work out. Damn it. No, I'm going to tell you as somebody who is, we have all of the things in my house, and I Mm. support my husband's video game problem with as much intensity (laughs) as someone can who has three children to juggle and really has no space to talk. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we have the Playstations, the Xboxes, all the Vita, all of that shenanigans. and. Yeah, um, which I don't particularly mind, but um, more than the Xbox just kind of, like, gets in the way. It's nice to have one downstairs that they can play on while we're upstairs using it, to like, for HBO Go. Yeah, nice. No problem with that. Absolutely. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I wouldn't put that on the registry. No, I guess the issue I have with the registry (laughs) is that we kind of have everything we need. Like, I don't need six toasters. Except a toilet paper dispenser. Yeah, that's it. I, First of all, hygiene's not big, but you know, no, whatever. I could still wipe my butt without it being attached to the wall. I don't even want to know. I, I, I we uh, have those. We have those things here in my bathroom behind me. That curtain over there—that's the bathroom in my in my uh, the ensuite attached to my bedroom. And I bought because that's my husband's. That's where you no know, toilet polio happens with the Candy Crush, and he's there for thirty-five minutes and the whole bit, and the legs mm-hmm. get numb. I went and got him a, a metal container, very much like you described, that you just stack three or four deep yep. because sometimes. You get on a roll in a game, and you don't know how long you're going to be there, so you just got to prepare for everything. I get that. Still have the thing on the wall for the actual dispensing of the mm. papers. And we go so far as to provide the wet wipes. Hey. Come to my house, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we don't have wet That's wipes. A, that We're is into an inviting it. commode right there. It is. Huh. It is. It's, a, it's an experience at this house, that's for sure. Is the wet wipes like the cheap version of a bidet? Is that how that works? Um, bidet's a lot of plumbing involved. Oh yeah, well, I then can't, yeah, that sounds like a They're lot. Kind of the cheap version. Yeah, no, yeah. you feel fresh. I'll tell you, you walk out of my bedroom bathroom feeling fresh, over the top, always. Good. Mm-hmm. We love your feedback and reviews, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Send your your thoughts on <laughs> moist towels. <laughs> They're really glad that they brought me into this tonight. Yeah, <laughs> good times. <laughs> always. Yeah. Uh, we obviously really thoroughly enjoy the five stars on the iTunes because you know what? It helps us out. 
It helps us continue. It motivates us, if you will, to continue to talk about things that most people would find uncomfortable, but not us. <laughs> no, evidently not. <laughs> uh, no secrets here at the elephant. None. <laughs> no. Okay. New segment idea, Ryan. What? No secrets with the elephant. <laughs> And there you go. Talk about just embarrassing shit. Is this like an NSA yeah. thing, or is that how that works? <laughs> we won't call the EPA on you if you okay. bring up something that could possibly damage the environment or someone else's work environment. We'll just yeah. we'll just walk away for the in the sake of honesty and mm-hmm. goodwill. We will not call the EPA. We promise. Good, Miss Cleo. What, what's going on in your world? Anything you want to tell the good people about? Sure, I am always down to pimp uh, TMS. Uh, the morning stream, I am on there on Thursdays. I am in the chat room every day, uh, yeah. but I am on there on Thursdays to kind of round up the week. Uh, Scott and Brian are kind of busy doing their thing and can't always watch the chat room, so it is my job to monitor the funny and collect it and spit it out at the end of the week like it's my own. So I get uh, collect all the points for that, and then uh, on the occasional Wednesday when I have a moment to speak with uh, Eric Mahler and Nicole Spagnola, we do a little show called Nerd Parents, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Parenting kids in a nerdy world. And uh, that's a lot of right off the cuff. We talk a lot about poop. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> feel free to get in on that. It's practice. And, uh, it is. It's good yeah. stuff. And uh, other than that, I'm, you know, I'm here, there, and everywhere. I yeah. can be. Facebook page, the Tadpole Facebook page. I'm all over that like a bad habit, bringing problems and um, putting <laughs> my stamp on stuff. So people can find me on Twitter at Coffee Please, C O F F E E P L Z. Perfect. And uh, that's how you can get a hold of me. Awesome. And you will be at Nerdtacular next week, yes? I will be at Nerdtacular. Um, I'm hard to miss, as I'm sure most of you know. <laughs> I'm hard By to miss. By the way, she will have no problem. I have personal experience with, that with this. She will have absolutely no problem walking right up to you, introducing herself, and immediately hugging you. I that's do. What, that's what happens. We Americans are grabby. That's what we do. <laughs> I'm, You're like I'm the a French. grabby American. <laughs> you know? With a lot less class. That's me. <laughs> yes. I'm the less classy version of Patrick Beja, maybe. Oh, and you never Patrick met a French Canadian then. I don't then. know. <laughs> you know what? Um, I have, and I um a little huggy, not as huggy as I am. I'm just mm-hmm. super, like, anybody, by all means, guys, come up. I know that sometimes my personality can come across as, oh, my God, she's going to yell at me or something. But, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> Feel free to come right up and be like, Cleo, and I'll say, I don't know who you are, but I love you. And anybody who takes the time to come up and say hi, um... I will absolutely give you – we'll talk for a while and see what you're all about. It's about making friends and meeting people at Nertacular. It's a lot of fun. We look forward to it every year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, where, what are you doing? I know you're doing stuff. Well, besides taking a sick dog to the vet tomorrow, mm-hmm. which that's the one poop story we didn't get into on the show. Uh, but uh, no, uh, what am I doing? I don't know. We're doing Gamers In on Friday. That'll be fun. Talking about the Vigi games. Uh, Steam summer sale and and how little money we have left. That's mm-hmm. always fun. Uh, but no, yeah, if you want to keep up with my stuff, just go to RyanMurphy.ca where you'll find all the links and everything. Oh, yeah. Even my website's Canadian. Like, go figure. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> my normal Twitter account is PeaceWickard. Ryan's is R. Murphy. Uh, folks, I think that's going to do it. Cleo, thank you so much for joining us. It's been Oh, a- you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Great times, guys. Good times. Indeedy. All right, we will see you all next week. (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) We broke it. I didn't do anything. That was so weird. It worked. Oh. Let's go past five seconds. Yeah.